0: Welcome to the e-commerce marketing society podcast, a podcast for women who want to grow their online store or e-commerce brand by improving their marketing. I'm your host, Lisa Byrne, an e-commerce marketing coach for women with 20 years of marketing experience under my belt. I help women increase sales and decrease stress by helping them focus on the right things instead of doing all the things. As well as hearing from me, I gather my favorite women in e commerce to share their stories of growth and expertise because we all know it takes a village to grow a successful business. Welcome to the society. Let's get focused and have some fun. Mm-hmm. Hi ladies, welcome to episode two. I'm Lisa Byrne. Today I chat to one of my star students, Anna Van Dyke. She's the owner of Lunchbox Mini and Anna sells high quality lunch brands like Montico. She has built a multiple six figure business in just a few years and the best part without spending a cent on advertising or relying on influencers, which is so exciting and really incredible. And I want to take you through how she's done that today. I've worked with Anna for almost 12 months and her growth, focus and attitude to giving things a red hot go has been an amazing thing to be a part of. In this episode, we go through how she started, how she's focused on video marketing, email marketing and building her community how Anna works with her VA so she can focus on what's most important to her, and why getting to know and serving her customers pain points has been key to her success. This is such a great episode, guys. You're going to be so inspired by Anna, and I recommend you go watch her videos and get some tips and some guidance from just how she does that with her products in such an authentic way. So let's get stuck in. Anna, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm very excited.
0: I'm excited too. We're going to dive into your marketing strategy and your incredible growth this year. But first, let me just introduce you. So Anna Van Dyke is the owner of Lunchbox Mini, a fantastic online store based in Brisbane, Australia, and Anna stocks amazing lunch and mealtime products for kids. And I've been working with Anna for, I think, about 10 months now, and I've had the absolute pleasure of watching her business grow, um, go from strength to strength. And this year, you've actually 4X'd your business, haven't you, Anna?
1: I have. I um has blown me away. Um, but yes, really <laughs> proud of that. when I can actually sit and stop and reflect, like you just think, wow, that's huge to do that in one
0: year. It is, absolutely. I mean, you were doing great before I met you. And before we kind of jump into the, the nitty gritty of it all and the story, why don't you, yeah, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. So yes.
1: Um, so yes, business is called Lunchbox Mini and it is all about Um, quality lunch and mealtime products um, to make the job of packing lunches easier, better, more organised. So I have a real passion for helping mums feel inspired and creative and proud about lunches because it can be a very loveless job um so that's my goal but yes going back a little bit so um i'd been a stay-at-home mum for about seven years um we were fortunate my husband works six days a week long hours so the idea of going back to work when we had kids was not ideal um so i decided that i would be at home so lots of like baby chino dates and play groups and swimming lessons and all that kind of fun stuff Um, we had two kids in that time two years apart who are now nine and seven and it was when my youngest started school um, in prep and I just knew that I needed something for me like I felt like my life had been put on hold Um, I needed some goals I wanted some drive I just wanted something for me and so I spent Lots of nights, like googling businesses or jobs that I could do Monday to Friday that were nine till two and have still have a day or two off, and it just, I just couldn't find anything. Um, but then one night was just on Gumtree of all places, trying to Google business franchise or business ideas or opportunities, and came across Lunchbox Mini, which was already an established online store. Um, it was for sale. It was a husband and wife who owned it who also worked full-time and were kind of doing this on the side and they just decided it was all a bit too much. So um, it was on the Sunshine Co. So anyway, a, a big passion of mine um, when I was at home with the kids was kind of cooking and making things from scratch and getting creative and the kitchen was kind of my happy place. So I thought if I could have a lunchbox business, which, of course, I'm going to be packing lunches for a very long time to come for my kids. But if I could be doing that on the side um, as my own job, being my own boss and getting to play in the kitchen as well, it's kind of like, yeah, a double win. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how it came about. So that was in about April 2018, so um, almost three years ago.
0: Yeah. And I love how you mentioned that the kitchen is your happy place because it's funny watching you grow. You have literally grown your business pretty much from your kitchen. So, if you, besides your storeroom, if you visit Anna on her socials, and we'll, um, I'll drop a link to your socials at the bottom of the episode notes. But pretty much everything is done from your kitchen. You're selling, you're, um, your tips, your videos, um, and that's become an integral part of you and your brand, I guess.
1: It has. And even reflect thinking about speaking to you today, like well, I remember when I very first started the business and I would probably spend like an hour or two a day packing lunch boxes and making them look pretty. And I like, it was just all about how it would look on to photograph and I'd post it and then I'd watch to see how many likes I'd get. And just, you know, coming now where I am, like one of my biggest goals for next year is to be more in the kitchen because as this business has just taken off so fast and so um, so much, I'm not spending as much time as I would like in the kitchen. So that's a big goal. But yes, looking back now, I would just, even the photos that I would take and how I'd cut up the strawberries and it was just all so intricately done um, to get those amazing pictures, which, was, which is what it was all about when we first started
0: yeah and and the transition has been interesting and it's probably one of the pieces of the marketing strategy that I'd love to talk to you about today' is around where we found you were spending your time what you were getting from it and where we really needed to shift to spend your time more on and we kind of found after back and forth um, that you know the the best place for you to be was in front of the camera talking to your audience, sharing your passion for lunchboxes and that kind of became your marketing strategy, didn't it?
1: It did and it definitely didn't start like that from day one but I found that a lot of mums were so keen to ditch like the really cheap plasticky type of lunchboxes that leaked everywhere, they couldn't find the lids, they were sick of packing like 10 different containers And so they were ready to kind of invest in a quality lunchbox, but they just didn't know which type. Like when you throw around big names like Yumbox and Go Green and the Lunchbox Co, and they're like $40 plus for a lunchbox. And I think mums were feeling quite overwhelmed, like they didn't want to make the wrong decision and it just all seemed a bit too hard. So I kind of wanted to put a personal touch on it. Um, I'd used them with my kids as I was discovering this whole lunchboxing world. I was using all different types with my kids and I got a – really good eye for what kind of lunch boxes suit which appetite which age kids um, you know how what kind of food they eat what you're packing so I thought the best way to kind of show mums is to do videos and compare them side by side so that they could see them for themselves um, tell them what I love about this product um, what the difference is between this and that and um, it definitely was really well received Um, had lots of mums who um yeah found it that much easier then to decide so I'd then post the videos on my website and it's just kind of all um led from there so but definitely that didn't happen overnight it took a lot of um yeah a lot of confidence building and at the end and also coming to the point where do you know what I actually don't really care anymore what people think like it's all yeah there even with my kids on school holidays, I would do lives and they would be running amok. I'd have them doing like bunny ears on me or they'd be arguing. And I, you know, I try to kind of dull that down a little bit and try and do it when they're not around. But at the end of the day, I'm a mum and these things happen. That's my life. And I think that's just what mums relate to as well. Like they get it.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, being your authentic self it has this ability to just to attract the right people to you and you know they feel like they know you that you're friends and they've instantly got this level of trust and I think that's sort of the sweet spot that you've been able to nail with your videos and just being yourself and you're very very consistent on your videos so when we say videos I guess we should break that down it's you do you started off doing um lots of uh Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. And then you moved to IGTV. Yes. And also you were doing some lives in there too. Yes. So do you want to talk through kind of how that happened or and what you have found works best?
1: Sure. So yes, did start with Instagram stories. Uh, I guess I am quite a naturally sarcastic person and just put it all out there. So I think stories was a really easy way for me to kind of first start um in the fact that there were little quirky things that my kids did or my family did that I could just share and which mums just related to and they got so that was where it started from I then started doing like the video tours of the products which I'd share on my IGTV and also little recipe or cooking tricks like how to make sushi how to make your wraps look fun how to use sandwich cutters like um just different things that different ideas that mums could try in the lunchbox. So that's kind of how it started early on. Um, and I did find, and I also was doing Facebook Lives, kind of irregularly, um, whenever products would arrive, a new um, a new design or a new launch. Um, I would have the products there and give everyone a sneak peek. I think that kind of then became. Uh, quite a good niche market for me is that people love being the first to see and the first to know and have been given the first opportunity. So um, that created a good reason for me to be doing videos um, and lives. I think the hardest thing, I got to a point where when there wasn't new stock, I just didn't know what to talk about. Like what what am I going to talk about this week? Um but I committed about six months ago to doing weekly lives on Facebook especially and so regardless no matter what on Tuesday at 10 a.m I would show up and I even if I had just had a list of frequently asked questions that customers had asked but no matter what I would be there and so people got used to that and I had to make that promise with myself to make myself more accountable because I think it's very easy to be like oh I don't know if they want to listen to that or I'll do that next week or and I did get to a stage where it was just kind of intermittent but if you commit to it you have to make a promise with yourself um and it absolutely gets easier a hundred percent gets easier yes. yeah
0: yeah I remember that conversation because we were you were getting really good at IGTV, showing up all day, morning, noon and night. But I, I remember talking like you're like, I'm just exhausted, you know, come eight o'clock. I just want to be chilling in front of the TV or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of made the decision to sort of consolidate your efforts and your energy to that time slot of, let, was it Tuesday, 10, 10 a.m.? Yeah. And yeah. you could just, you know, um, make it more quality rather than quantity Really answer those customer questions, make it high value, and then the rest of the stuff on IGTV could just be sort of behind the scenes, fun, and spur of the moment things.
1: Yes, that was right. I remember there was one night when I had these coffee cups arrive, and I'd promised I would do this live at eight o'clock on a, on a Wednesday night, say. And I remember it was the last thing I felt like doing. It had been a massive day with the kids, and I did it, and I showed up, and I but I just I was flat, and I knew it. I knew that because watching someone who's not feeling it and has not got the vibe and the energy, you can totally feel it. So I had to then, yes, refocus, make it once a week at a set time. Before I go live, I put music on. I don't know. I heard that Mm -hmm. from someone else. I put the music on, getting the vibe because people want to feel, feel your excitement and feel your energy. And if you're on there flat and tired and doing it because you have, if, if you feel like you have to do it, it totally shows.
0: Yeah, that is such a good point. Um, and yeah, you really nail that uh, authentic passion for something. You know, lunchboxes and meal times uh, is is your thing, and you've zoned right in on that. You know, you've figured out what makes your audience tick, and also what makes you tick. Because, like you say, that that energy can you, the audience can feel it if it's not aligned. So that would be a really good tip for. Women starting out with video on social media is make sure you're in the right um, frame of mind. And if you're not in the right frame of mind, maybe leave it till another day. Let yourself off the hook, and you know maybe do an email campaign instead.
1: Yes, and don't like if you don't read your DMs or read messages before. I find sometimes I'll then get an email and I someone got the wrong order, and I'll then be like, oh no. And like so, I think in that space before you're about to go live, just don't look at anything. Put your music on. Just be in a different different space, get your live done um, or your video done and, yeah, don't let yourself be distracted or, yeah, put down Yeah, that's
0: Yeah, totally. And let's talk about the other marketing strategy that you've really been able to zone in on in the past six or ten months and that probably goes hand in hand with your video strategy. It's building your community. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your community of mums?
1: Sure. So, uh, yeah, I think it was September last year I had wanted to do for a long time was start a Facebook group. And I hadn't, it was one thing that I put off for probably about four or five months. I just didn't know how to start, what it was going to be like. But I I loved in my stories on Instagram that I would get lots of mums who just share pictures of their lunches with me anyway. They'd send me a DM with their lunches because they were excited to use the lunchbox for a first time or they had to the... They received their lunchbox in the mail and the child wanted to have their dinner out of it like ASAP because they were so excited to use it. And I knew that there's, you know, as a place for mums to share that kind of excitement that I could kind of help nurture and be part of. Um, So, yeah, started my Facebook group, Lunchbox Mini Mums Club. And so it's been just over a year now. I think it's almost at about 4,000 members. And so that's kind of an exclusive area. Uh, It's free to join um but we've started with your help we started i wanted to make it a little bit different to kind of there are a lot of kind of facebook lunchbox mums groups out there but i wanted it to be different and a bit unique and special so we started having monthly offers in there now so anyone inside the group is privy to a monthly offer discount or two for one kind of opportunity um there are lots of like question prompts and threads about just things that mums want to know more of like how do i put more protein in my kids lunchbox what do you what's the best meal where you can chuck in as many veggies as you can i don't feel like cooking tonight what are you doing um my kids left ham sandwiches now all week like what do you suggest like just all those kind of things where husbands don't really get it you know you I don't know it's just it's a nice place for mums just to hang out. So I feel like yeah. the last 12 months that's certainly come a long way and there's so much more I want to do within that group too but it's really nice connection that these mums are having with each other and me too. I'm loving being involved in the conversations as well.
0: Yeah. And I I'm in your group and I've gotten so many good tips from it including your recipes even down to and this is how simple your content can be, you know, what to Pick up at Coles or Woolies when you're doing your weekly shop. That's going to make that mum's life easier to pack their lunches. So, I think the the takeaway there is you've kept your customer that mum so at the heart of everything that you do, and you haven't overcomplicated it. You just know what she's struggling with, um, where she wants to, you know, save time, feel better about herself, you know. Um, Get more excited about lunching, packing lunches, and everything you do has sort of catered to that. So I think that's really shown in the level of trust and response that you now get, not only from your Facebook group, but from your social media audience, and now since we've been growing it, your email list as well.
1: Yes, well, and I and I am that mum. I'm in that. I'm that mum in the thick of it too. And I think going into it, I wasn't kind of as busy. I was, you know. But now I'm running a business and I honestly do not have enough hours in the day. So I've suddenly become this mum that's doing things a little bit differently than I probably would have expected to, um, just because things are done on the fly now. And so um, even I put a, put, yeah, sharing a post saying, what's your favorite um, store bought crackers that your kids are loving? And just getting so many ideas from that. Um, yeah, I'm constantly getting inspired in there too. So it's great.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So let's talk about. You mentioned being busy and and not enough hours in the day. So, you know, that's universal for every single business owner out there, especially if you're a mum juggling home life and biz life. So, what this year we made some changes to how you operate. Um, You hired your first VA, you've got Pickers and packers, you've actually got people helping you. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, how you went about that?
1: Okay. So, um, I guess the biggest lesson for me to learn is that what works for you at the beginning, when you might be doing like, say, 50 sales a month, is not going to work for you when you're doing 10 times that volume. And so, with no business experience, um, like I came into this so naive um I was just expecting to plot along and just being able to keep up and that was not the case so um that is when yeah I remember it was in January this year um it, January obviously is our busiest month and it just blew my mind um at the amount of business at the amount of sales that we had and I just could not keep up and it was a really stressful time I remember um My husband coming home most days from work and I would just say to him, I can't do it. I cannot Mm. physically do this anymore. I'm like, the kids, I don't know where the kids have been today. I don't know what they're doing. They'll probably (laughs) be on their screens for 15 hours, but I'd be up until midnight packing orders and then up at 5am responding to that many customer. I think the good thing about being in video and being so relatable and engaged with your customers and followers is that they ask you for advice and they, you know, they come to you all the time, which is great. But on the other hand, when I'm doing this all on my own and having an inbox of Instagram and Facebook and my emails just flooded with people asking my advice and wanting help and, oh, can I swap this for that? Or when is this coming back in stock? And I just couldn't keep all the balls in the air. And, um, yeah, it was January. It was Australia Day. Um, We were going out for lunch that day with the family and I was getting orders packed as fast as I could because I didn't want to have to come home after that and spend the night packing orders and so I was upstairs I could hear my family and I was just like I can't do this and I took a moment and I stopped and I was on Instagram and I saw a post from you that said along the lines of would you would would you prefer to have um, the same amount of customers spending more versus more I don't know you can probably
0: put the correct terminology. Yeah it was I think it was a post about (laughs) average order value so you can have less customers but still be you know increasing your revenue um, you know um, instead of having hundreds of orders at a lower average order value.
1: Yes so I read that and thought oh my god that's what I need in my life. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. So I did I reached out to you I said I'm at a point where that I can't do more. I cannot do more orders at the moment. So if I can increase the average order spend, then that sounds pretty good to me. So um, reached out to you at that point. And yes, working together, we have worked out that my time and what I enjoy the most is in the kitchen and the videos, I actually have learned to love the video side of things. And Mm. so that's where I want to spend my time. So doing the orders, I now have um, two staff that come here to my house um, three to four times a week and pack my orders. And so now in the afternoons, like, they'll be here packing orders and I'm downstairs packing kids' lunches, getting dinner organised and doing the stuff that I should be doing kind of to get the house running and not up, shutting myself away when the kids are in bed, you know, up till midnight packing orders. So that has been amazing. Um, yes, yeah, so I've even had a virtual assistant start this year, uh, giving her lots and lots of hours. Um, but that has been an amazing in itself. I can just she's working on my social media content, my scheduling, my email content, um, anything that I need her to do in the background, I can now flick her way, which just frees me up to do um, a lot of the stuff that I enjoy and at the end of the day also helps grow my business so that I guess I'm working on the business more or trying to work on the business more and not in the business.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think every e-commerce business owner reaches that point between Okay. I'm a startup. I'm doing everything myself. I'm, I'm bootstrapping to, Oh, I've just created a really successful business. I can no longer do this all on my own. I'm becoming the bottleneck. What do I do? Where do I start? So we managed to find you an awesome VA, Jacinta. Hello, if you're watching. Mm -hmm. Um, and so she's doing the, you know, the, the stuff that you, you just don't have the hours to sit down and do, but they're really, it's really important. Um, marketing strategies like email and you know since we've implemented your email strategy which is another thing that we can talk about uh you know your sales have just gone gangbusters haven't they
1: they have yeah i and, and even now because it's december now coming into my peak time obviously being lunchboxes so december january which is crazy but even now like i've got big plans for after the season finishes of how i want to grow this even more and now I'm thinking of all of these things that I can be parting off. Um, but I could, yeah, kind of once you take that cap off and you realise that mm-hmm. uh, it's so much more bigger picture, um, there's just so many more opportunities I can see for me to be doing other things, but I just need the help around me to do it. So this, I'm really feeling now like the sky is the limit. You, I feel like that's just kind of, yeah, the top's been blown off and um, we're just getting started. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love that. That's giving me goosebumps. Ah. <laughs> so, the the other thing that's so interesting about your business that I'm sure women are dying to know and to hear more about is that you've grown at this point in time, 2020, you know, a multi six figure business with you know, orders are flying out the door, you're selling out of products, you're still being mum, and you're still being an awesome mum packing lunches at night. Let's just, just put that <laughs> out there. But um, you, you have done this all without spending a cent on Facebook ads up until very recently. So no Facebook ads, no free product giving away um, and no influencer marketing. So tell us about that.
1: Yes, yeah, so it was only last month, October, I started doing Facebook ads. Um, but, yes, I think I had a bit of a, it sounds really bizarre, but in my head I wanted to be a business that people would recommend to their friends. I felt like if you were serving your customers, if the products were great and they spoke for themselves, which they are, but if they felt like they had really great customer service, if they felt a connection with me, if they loved my recipes and would tag a friend, I felt like you, if you weren't getting that kind of... Um, those testimonials or those recommendations, you're probably not doing something right. So I kind of felt mm. like going into it. And I don't, that was probably, I don't know if that was the right or wrong mindset, but I thought I'm going to make a go of this doing this off the bat on my own, not cheating, not that it's cheating, but I just wanted to make a genuine business um, off the back of doing it all um, properly and myself and like mm. back to basics. And so that's, um, that's where it was. And even today like when people tag their friends or in a recipe or whatever like that's that's what gets me excited probably even as much as the sales like to know that my content is something that people want to share with their friends or family um, or they'd recommend me um, that gets me really excited
0: yeah and I love that I am very very passionate about um helping women like yourself and the way you've described it you know look um uh, relying on word of mouth, you know, doing things right. That is all strong business foundations. You know, before Facebook, we had to learn how to build a strategic, uh, sustainable business. So with Facebook, it's it's kind of gone by the wayside that the fact that you need to be thinking about how are you working with your customers, are you delivering to their needs, um, how you're encouraging that word of mouth, and you've really been able to zero in on that and now, when you've been ready to turn the tap on, like we've been talking about for, you know, Anna and I've been talking probably about you know for six months. When are we going to turn that tap on? Yeah, you know, we've it got it.
1: To... Very, very encouraging, pushing me along, and I needed that push. It was just I didn't know if I was something I was going to learn myself or to outsource. I wasn't sure how I was going to do it. Um, but yes, you've definitely given me the push I need. And it's funny because. Um, yeah october we started and then we i could see the return and it was just like why did i not do this so much earlier like this is just bonus like bonus like yeah out there um more followers more customers like more people that i can kind of get to know um yes yeah.
0: well i think you know looking back and you did it steadily, you know, I we had to redo your website. So we did that earlier in the year that took a while. And I think, you know, a lot of business owners can sometimes make the mistake of turning on the Facebook tap, but you know, no water comes out because their uh, website isn't ready for it. You know, it doesn't have that clear um, message on the homepage. It doesn't have great product descriptions. It doesn't have video. Um, it doesn't have the right customer information. And and, of course, on top of all of that, telling your brand story and telling who you are. So you did it right. You know, you put those foundations in place and then when you were ready and capable to turn the tap on because, you know, if you'd done that earlier, who knows what would have happened.
1: Yes, that's very true. And even now, like, having people hit that pack and stuff, like, i And even now, like with my Facebook ad, I really am only having it at a certain level because I just can't keep up. I don't want to turn, I don't want to have this flood um, at the moment. So it's kind of just managing what I can at this stage. Uh, But yes, website was a big one that I wanted that. Um, And it's just one of those things where as you grow and get bigger, you notice things just need updating and changing to keep up with the times. And the website was a big one. And you played a big part in updating that and changing that. So that was very exciting.
0: Yeah, that was a big project, but a worthy one. And, you know, I think it's a good message for listeners to do things when you're ready. You know, you don't have to do what everything else, everybody else is doing just because, um, you know, and jump into something if you're not ready. Take those slow and steady steps and do it for you, not for, for everybody else. Okay. And I've got some rapid fire marketing questions for you. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Throw them at me.
0: Awesome. So what Australian brand do you admire?
1: I'm going to give you three really quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one of them is Bo Hudson and um, I have just watched her brand. She's from the Gold Coast. Um, it's a fashion label and she's just doing amazing things now overseas, especially in the US. And I've just watched her, again, start from her her, her home going into a warehouse space, lots of staff now. I'm just seeing her kind of take over and dominate a particular industry. And so those kind of stories like really resonate with me. Um, and so I'm going to say two other local or Gold Coast mums, which is Steph from Monteco and Chantelle from Little Lunchbox Co. Obviously, they're both in my um, world of lunchboxing, um, but they have both rather than me with just being kind of the middle person um, selling their products, But they have both designed um, their own products. They've found a gap in the market and have just poured their heart and soul into making quality products that other mums will love. And they are amazing products. And just watching, again, their transformations from their garage being packed out with products, uh, ordering like, you know, two or three cartons or whatever, and then suddenly now having warehouses with staff and um, amazing products and amazing businesses. So, yes, um, definitely um big um idols of mine
0: yeah they and they're awesome women too which always makes a huge difference okay so who do you follow on social media for inspiration
1: yeah I actually I don't know I don't know. I probably have to say no one I don't know other than those three <laughs> um I guess I really stay in my own lane um yeah I try as hard as I can I think this year as well Um, after working with you too is i'm trying to really limit my distraction time because when you go on instagram to do things suddenly you lose an hour um so i actually don't know i kind of feel like i want to just do my own thing when it comes to video and social media so um i I couldn't actually tell you on social media who i who i how about
0: how about um me okay
1: yeah. <laughs> definitely you i did actually see your very first reel this morning so I know. Uh, you oh, really God. kind of made it and up with the times now so
0: yes yeah. you. <laughs> you inspired me okay so what which which marketing strategy is your number one go-to for making sales
1: Yeah. Well, look, video is definitely being kind of my soft spot. Um, I think that's the fastest way to get any message across. And it's the fastest way to build a relationship and trust, as we have said. Um, I guess a marketing strategy in in itself is also being me, like being myself, Mm. like just turning up and just showing up as me and not trying to be anything different, not trying to hide anything. It is what it is, take it or leave it. Um, So that in itself is my strategy, which I think sometimes on social media you don't always get um but the other thing yeah the other thing that i would say as well is email i think like before i um met you my emails i probably send out one a month one every six weeks when i had time to squeeze it in but now it's pretty much weekly especially with the help of my va um and that's just huge you already have an audience there that have given you their email address and also probably have, well, not probably, but possibly have bought from you. And so they're a captive audience there that, that are, you know, are waiting to hear from you basically. So, um, and as you have said the whole way through, it's free. It's free marketing. Mm-hmm. They're out there um, waiting. So that's more of um, more un- a space that I need to tap into more going forward, but have just come so far with that this year already
0: you really have and it's been awesome to watch you get stuck into it and that's what you know that's what i love about you is that you, you're not afraid to get in there and learn something new and and to be new at a, at a skill so um yeah good on you for soaking up all that information that we've worked on together and making some serious cash from your email list yeah okay so last question is well second last question what would you do differently if you started all over again
1: yeah, look, as I said, I was so naive going into this. I really like my background, well, the reason I got into the lunch boxes was because I like cooking. So like looking back now, I'm like, what was I thinking? Like there's marketing, there's like an online store, like there's just so much, there's sales, like just because I like cooking, like but looking back, I've had to learn it all along the way. I actually don't think I would change much, which sounds very cliche. I guess the only thing would be probably getting help earlier on um and also like yes and I think that's a lesson for me now too as I'm ready to as I'm ready to reach the next point and I have kind of let it drag on a bit so just being a bit more aware of time frames and just being ahead of the game being ready to move to the next step before I actually am drowning
0: (laughs) yeah I mean I think you've done fantastic in terms of bringing in help and investing in your business at the right time before it gets too late and yeah a lot of women do struggle with that you know recognizing their business as a legitimate thing you know and and backing themselves so yeah good advice there and what would be and what would be your number one piece of advice for listeners wanting to grow their business through marketing
1: I would say take the time to kind of get to know your audience and your customers and just be relatable. Um, like build a relationship with them, know what they're feeling, empathise with them. I guess as a business owner, normally whatever your, the kind of market you're appealing to is something that obviously is a passion for you and that you can relate to anyway. So um, find some common grounds that, that your ideal customer can relate to and just put that out there Um I think at the end of the day, and as I as I read all the time and hear, like people are not on social media to be sold to. Like people are just wanting a connection. There's a lot of people, whether they're stay-at-home mums or um, work, like whatever your situation is, people just want a connection and feel heard and supported and just friendships and um, that kind of thing. So I feel like if you're just out there being you. Um, that would just be my number one piece of advice is to totally relate to your cuts, be relatable. Um, and the
0: rest will just come,
1: the rest will totally yep. come.
0: Totally, I love that. Awesome, thank you I, so I don't much,
1: Anna. Was very rapid fire, sorry, <laughs> rapid
0: not from an app rapid. <laughs> that was, um, yeah, go slow questions yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> that's okay that's what i'm yeah. all about <laughs> slow and steady wins the race yeah. awesome well where can where can listeners find your beautiful products
1: so website is lunchboxmini.com um, on instagram is lunchbox underscore mini i think and facebook is lunchbox mini official it's all there Um, The group is Lunchbox Mini Mums Club. Yeah, there's just so many, so many
0: places. I'll list them all. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I do recommend you go and check Anna out, even if it's not to buy Lunchbox, but I'm sure you will, but even if just to go and watch her on her videos because you will be inspired. She can sell ice to Eskimos and you'll definitely learn some skills from her, as I have done in my own video journey. (laughs) So, Thank you so much, Anna, for sharing your time and all your wisdom and lessons with us today. It's been fantastic, and um, yeah, good luck for the next chapter of Lunchbox Mini.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, awesome. see where it goes. Yay!
0: Okay, bye.
1: bye. Yeah.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on the e-commerce marketing society podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future apps. If you found value in today, I would be forever grateful for a rating on iTunes, or if you just tell your biz friends about the podcast, that would be great too. If you'd like to learn more about me and my one-on-one six-month coaching program, Strategy to Sales, head over to my website, www.com lisaburn.com.au and be sure to tune in next week for more marketing goodness with lots of love and lots of sales. I'll see you next week.